0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast brought to you by com. Go cool. get all your fall firearm needs, or if you just want a new toy.
1: Or you just want to look, have a little looky
0: looky Yeah, just a little looky I love I bidding on stuff. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Just gets you excited, it's like your form of gambling.
2: Yeah. Like I like to go in there and be like, oh, I'm going to give me a deal.
3: i see
0: bid
2: on something. And then it'll be like, you've been outbid.
0: I don't understand all the in- intricacies of it because I don't play around on it much. Um, but they have, like, on on eBay, you can get people sneak in at the very end and snipe you. But apparently they have fail-safes in for that, where it's like 15-minute rule or something. I don't know if you guys know anything Is about that like it.
1: 15 minutes between bids?
0: Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the last 15 minutes of the auction, which I think. By the way, they were talking about it when we talked with them. I think that was kind of the gist of it. Mm. Um, maybe there's like throttling in the last 15 minutes or I don't know. But, yeah. So, go try it. See if you can win something. Mm-hmm. Get, you, get you a little, one of those little desk guns. <laughs> desk drawer guns.
2: Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Eric has yeah. been eyeballing. Just shit,
0: sitting
2: it, it out. was
0: Well, lots of fall conversations <laughs> around here. Um I've told you guys already, but I'll, I'll shame myself publicly too. dry fired my bow this weekend. That was the one dumb thing that I did hunting related, Mm. got out to the range, chit-chatting with a feller and (laughs) turned around, (laughs) fired my bow, no arrow. I, do am a hunting enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. I love that. I'm a big bow hunter. Hello, fellow hunter. <laughs> yeah, Watch me shoot. So I'll be going to the archery shop today.
1: So was was he within earshot when you dry-fired it? Oh, dude.
0: The whole county was within earshot of this snap. Like, yes. Did I'd, he, like, turn around and was like, you all right, man? <laughs> no. So he had walked back to his car. He's probably 30 yards, 40 yards. And I turned... He hasn't looked. I'm like, okay, I can get by with this. I'll go get, go get an arrow.
3: <laughs> and you try to again. shoot, but the the peep was messed up. And yeah. you kisser button. Yeah, I,
0: the it's funny. I pulled it back the first time, and I could see, I could see the pin, but the the peep was tilted, so I could just see the pin. It wasn't a circle. It was like a really tight oh, oval. And yeah. so I did get one more shot off, and I was like, ah, I probably should this way and that's stop. bold i don't know if i took another shot i don't know if it's bold or stupid yeah um you're just in <laughs> the was, denial
1: you're like it's, fine. It's, it's fine. fine it's fine it's fine no no,
0: no, no. it's good it's good yeah what, so. were you
2: like well uh, it's it's lunch time i better go
0: i know it's funny he probably because he was already there shooting and getting ready to leave and i was coming in and took a couple shots um testing out a new release so i was really close and i didn't want anything crazy to happen and so I shot two 10 yard shots and then this 30 yard shot <laughs> and, then <left. laughs> and then turned around and left. So yeah, he he That's did a no. weird routine sir. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm good about yeah. 10 10 all right. Yeah. His so, road.
2: Uh, what type of release did you get? like uh, a, new kind? a thumb
0: release, yeah.
2: You've always had the thumb. Right?
0: I like thumb releases. This one has a it's a it's a sheer type and it's very sensitive lots of adjustability though Mm. and i actually like it a lot more because the few times i've been using it i've been testing it with my little i don't know what you call that thing trainer trainer yeah shot trainer um and i i just have to squeeze a fist and i feel like i'm able to concentrate on that versus punching it on -hmm. the other one because it travels a lot longer on that other one even though it's adjustable like it still doesn't get as tight as this one does Mm -hmm. Um, so you didn't yeah. you buy that one with the intention that it would be your backup? Are you
3: now potentially going to flip flop? Yep. The new one is now your exactly. primary. Yep, that's exactly what I'm
0: doing. What so, brand did you get? Stan. Stan Onyx. It's it's. It's a little bit more than the one I had before. But yeah. it's like
3: That's a classic.
0: Babe,
3: I'm gonna get a backup just in case i had something bad happens. That's when I have a backup. Spends it's... more on the backup than it's original.
1: And I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out this weekend. I'm gonna take a couple shots with it and then you come back and you're like, And I broke my bow. So now <laughs> we got it. Unrelated to the new release. I'm just yeah. ding dong. So two steps forward, one step back. Yeah.
2: Did you so. take it yet?
0: No, they weren't. They weren't there this morning, so I'm gonna take it over there in a little bit. So,
3: well, I uh, I should probably go next because I spent time in the boat shop last week as well.
2: <laughs> like our seasons have both now opened <sighs> as of yesterday.
1: And, and you guys are like, why don't you buy a boat? This is exactly it's why fun. I Shut don't up. buy a it's boat, fun.
0: dude. You have to make these mistakes to learn. It's okay. I'm
1: you not don't saying have it's. To. I'm not saying it's, never it's wrong to make boat. a mistake. I'm just saying. You got to have deep pockets to get into. Bill yeah, Hunter. that's no. true. I do have deep pockets. You're right, Dan. Good call there. You know what? I'm
0: <laughs> loaded. Don't don't act like you don't spend a ton of money I on know. other hobbies. Like and the you most can't just throw another look, one in there. gear
2: broke person we yeah. know is Dan. Yeah,
0: look, like, we're gonna get into boat We're gonna be playing
3: poker tonight, and I'm gonna like start. You're gonna. I'm gonna run all your money out, and then I'm gonna start coming after your gear. I'm gonna be like, we're going for your <laughs> kayak <laughs> on this one.
1: <laughs> I raise you three jigs. Well, Jacob will have like baggies <laughs> <So> of coffee <laughs> jigs. (laughs) that would actually be kind of fun Uh, the rare beaver banger (laughs) the beaver banger (laughs) new name for a bait good call
3: but yeah so I uh, I was at the bow shop um just so I got it restrung I went and shot it a bunch of times and then was doing like the final tune um they were calling it sounds pretty soft to me yeah pretty soft and uh (laughs) and I I get in there and um i shoot at one time and like it's a really bad tear like i'm shooting into paper really bad tear like bottom right um the like the the field point hole and the tear is like low left of the actual like fletching tear and it's like a really nasty looking it should look like a bullet hole with you know the Fins. fins coming out of it so like immediately i'm like great this is not going well I shoot a couple times, and then Dallas, which it was actually Dallas's last day full time there. I was his last patient in his uh, in his shop, uh, and I was a problem child. So um, he he shoots it a couple times, and he's like, sometimes like I'll shoot it, and I won't have the same problem, and then we'll look at your form. It could be something you're doing. Da da da. I'm like, okay. He shoots it, same problem. Shoots it, same problem. And he's like, hey, we got an issue on our hands here. So like, let's look at this. And he starts looking. He's like, well we can adjust the rest and so we do that a few times it's getting i mean a touch better but not by much and he starts saying like there's something here that is like a bigger issue and we start looking so i had the trophy ridge v max whisker biscuit which i went from a normal whisker biscuit to this and it's really cool it has like just three sections of of whiskers versus the normal whisk whisker biscuit goes all the way around this one just has three sections so it's supposed to be like less resistance on the arrow and like minimizes the rest of fletching contact. Well, at the time I was shooting a three fletched arrow, so three little spots of whiskers, three fletched arrow, no problem. I switched to four fletched over the off season, and we were shooting those for paper tune. He's like, the rest of fletching contact is wrong here, and he's like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do to fix this. He's like, your two options are you can tear the one or like get the refletch them basically like take the floor four fletching turn them into three fletching or you can get a drop away rest and i was like i don't really want to spend a bunch of money blah, blah blah well he's like here's here's some affordable options so i got a qad uh, i think it's a qad pro hunter or extreme hunter or something like that it's just like a pretty entry level yeah fork with like a little a little uh retainer yeah retainer on top i've never used drop away rest but get that put on and come back and get it and he's like that fixed the issue now you just need to resight in your bow and then broadhead tune well i had already had it sighted in ish mm. it was not consistent i was not feeling great but i've also been having shoulder problems it's been a whole thing this is all leading up to this was like on a friday and then a saturday and then open season was yesterday sunday so um i Tried to get it all ready, but it just didn't work out. And I'm still, like, I've still got one more session of broadhead tuning because I got new broadheads this year because I shot my other ones last year and they are out of commission. So there's just been kind of a lot of change up this off season, And on top of all that, it was a bad, like, irregular wind, and it was 84 degrees yesterday. I was like, all this is stacking up to me not going out. And so I ended up not going hunting and just working working on my bow and trying to get... Phil helped me yesterday a lot on uh on broadhead tuning and getting it pretty did, close. But did he go out? No, he, he's he's a pastor now, so he uh he doesn't have oh, Sundays, Sundays to go hunt. Yeah. yeah, he's his weekend is Friday, Saturday, so yeah, he, he never was planning to go out. So Yeah. yeah. That's why that's my excuse for Good why I didn't weekend. I didn't get out. What's it, your it excuse, Erica? <laughs> She's got uh, a better one. <laughs> oh, um,
2: <laughs> I had a wedding at my house uh on saturday so i was exhausted on sunday yeah. um so I, if you
3: want to have a new venue out in indiana you go to erica.com <laughs> no, and book a bouncy, bouncy houses. Weddings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, weddings uh, slash bouncy house.
2: i will say that <laughs> i said i was not going to talk about this and i will sorry i led video, you into it but brian did it um i okay uh had a wedding at my house we don't normally do that no uh Okay. Nope, never done it. Uh-huh. Um but it was a great time until the groom did break his leg. Uh, the the whole leg <laughs> broke it.
3: Fibia and tibia. Tibia, Tibula, Tibula, fibula. Fibula. Fibula and tibula. Tibia and yeah. fibula. tibia, Tibia tip. Liberty Bibirty. liberty
2: Uh <laughs> that
3: one's <laughs> the good. new one. Yeah. It's the new one. Yeah, big fan.
2: Uh so mm-hmm. that happened and uh it was great, but anyways, so I was exhausted on Sunday, uh, which was opener, but I also, I think I talked last time I was on here that I didn't feel really good about, um, pulling my bow back and like, I don't know. Anyways, but, uh, a little promo here for fit to hunt, fit two number hunt.com. Uh, they do like fitness for like your elk hunt or your bow hunt and uh there's this guy who's in our app, Jeremy Kerber. He I just did not feel good about like really pulling back like my draw weight and then like holding my bow like without like really shaking. Anyways, he gave me this he they have like an archery program and it's a six week program and I've I'm two weeks into it. And so yesterday I did I was like get up off the couch, go do something. Um and I I did go out there and shoot a little bit and I'm not kidding you. I really did feel like stronger. Sweet. Nice. Like right here underneath yeah. uh I don't know what With that is. Lat- my lats.
3: Yeah, my lats.
2: My latitudes. Yeah, your no. lat two
3: saddles. <laughs> well,
2: what are they?
0: I think it's lats, right? Yeah. think they are lats. Oblique, my lats? Your obliques that's are in your stomach. No,
2: that's your it's down here. Side abs.
0: <laughs> no, um, I
2: don't have side abs. I side, abs. have. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, and it's not like I've never worked out before, but like I had been working out and really still had not. Anyway, those little so this muscles, program, those little back muscles. Yeah, like I really, I was like, oh my god, I'm so strong.
3: Yeah, dog.
2: Uh, so I felt really good about that and then I put so I was I was hitting where I wanted to hit and then I changed it to the um broadheads mm-hmm. and it was going a little bit down.
3: Yep. I was
2: like, gosh damn it. Which I knew that it would. I just hadn't thought that far. Yeah. So now I think I need to go out tonight and adjust my sight and rest. Then re- mm-hmm. yeah. Huh? Yeah.
3: Usually when you're a broadhead tenure you're adjusting your rest. Oh. You'd yeah. uh, that. flight of the arrow, YouTube, mm. and us. Like we could help you figure it out, but <coughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah.
2: Nice. I have the same rest as you now. The Vmax. No, I don't know. It's like the
1: drop away.
3: The oh, drop right. Away. Yeah, yeah. You have the drop away. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I have the drop away. Yeah. So you just kind of. Yeah, it depends. You said it was low, so then you just need to adjust the, the housing of that rest, Delio. Mm-hmm. There's a little, little micro tuning thing on a lot of them. You can use.
2: okay yeah yeah Tim uh, I keep using the um what are those? The monkey the Alan, wrenches? <laughs> the the Allen
3: wrenches? The monkey wrenches? <laughs> monkey
2: is there a monkey wrench? I don't know.
3: What is? Is a monkey wrench an actual thing? It's <laughs> an
1: adjustable wrench that's usually used for plumbing. <laughs> yeah. So <The> not, <laughs> so like not a, an Allen wrench. A 12-inch long wrench. <laughs> yeah.
2: To, to be, Tim keeps being like, where's the Allen wrenches at? And I'm like, oh, they're in the bowcase. case. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: where they be, should you, be. Yeah, where they
2: should be. Anyways, that's all I did. But I feel good about it. I'm gonna yeah. try and go this week.
0: Sweet, I think that so far what I've seen is feeling more confident in your bow is a huge part of it. Yeah, like if you don't feel ready to go, don't go. Like mm-hmm. That's that's my excuse. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, and dude, we shot a lot more 3D last year. I, yeah. I feel like I was a lot a lot better shot last year. I didn't, I haven't shot as much, probably like at longer distances and like technical shots and stuff. Like that. I just been shooting like a block, and so. I was I was feeling pretty good last year. Yeah. Uh I feel all right once Time I get on the bow. Yeah. Once I get broadhead
2: tuned I'll be I'll be okay. Yeah. But it's still been like eighty degrees mm-hmm. mid eighties. Yeah. I think uh the end of this week is supposed to really dip down. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um it's it's looking like we're like we're here. Like this week. The highs are like fifty eight, sixty, stuff like that. Yeah, and mean, hunting the evenings it'll start getting down.
1: It'll I mean you look out the window and it's like leaves are falling, mm-hmm. acorns pinging off mm-hmm. of everything, and they step outside, it's 85 degrees. I know. They're like, what is yeah, It's it supposed like to it's be done. Overnight temps are good. Yeah.
3: And you got, you all both got bucks on camera, right, this mm-hmm. past week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had, like, three roll through, right? And then you yeah, said? I
2: think it was, like, Harvest Moon. I think they were, like... I actually don't know what they were thinking.
0: Just Time to go active. harvest from acorns. <laughs> yeah, they were like, ooh, it's- put their overalls on and went <laughs> so, out there. So, so is the
1: moon thing? Not- the I- moon activity just because of the amount of light?
2: light? That's what I figure. That's what
1: I've heard. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't like done a deep
3: dive into it, but I mean, there is like gravitational pull and like all that stuff. Like the, I don't know, does that change? the different?
2: Yeah, because the moon is close. Yeah. Oh no,
0: we're making ourselves look. It affects tides. How dumb we are. Flat Earth. It affects tides. (laughs) I'm sure. It's yeah. I don't know. How do
3: the flat Earthers explain like hunting phases and stuff like that? Do they do they go? You would know.
2: What do you mean? Do
3: they talk about like hunting at all or?
2: No, because like they don't deny that there's a moon.
1: Oh, I thought they would. No, I think they think the moon orbits above the flat earth and yeah. then the sun it orbits a little higher above the flat earth so how do they
2: Fla- flat earthers do not believe that the earth rotates around the sun they believe that the sun and the moon rotates around the earth
0: which is the disc yes
2: yeah because it's a flat disc
0: so then what causes the shadows and the phases of the moon that's kind of what i was trying to say uh,
2: there, okay, there is a a wiki, a Flat Earth wiki. <laughs>
3: Go to flat-earth.com.
2: Um, and they do have a lot of it. I'm, okay, for the record, I am not a Flat Earther. Anymore. Okay, <laughs> no, stop. I got into Flat Earth for about a good 30, Bro, 30 minutes one day.
3: COVID was weird, okay? Everybody had to. <laughs> <laughs> for the
2: re- this was before COVID. <laughs> oh, no.
3: You don't have an excuse. Uh,
2: I got into it. There was a dollar bill. That I found in my wallet one day, and it was like, Flat Earth is real. And I was like, what? And, like, I'm the person that actually went and, like, Googled Flat Earth. And then I was like, huh, they do explain a lot. Like, why do? Yeah, like, we just believe that, like, Flat Earth was – or, like, the Earth was round because people told us so. Ooh. Ooh. And, then I was like, and then they had a lot of explanations, and I was like, "That does make sense." But like, they do believe that like you could just like walk off the edge of the Earth. Yeah, but there's sense. also ice caps around right. the yeah. edge of it. Your
3: YouTube algorithm is probably an absolute blast. I would love to see what kind of YouTube videos you're getting served.
1: Well, yeah. I just saw on Go Wild someone posted something, um, and it was about that upcoming this week. There's going to be a nationwide. Emergency alert test. I don't know if you Mm. guys have heard about it on Uh -uh. Wednesday. And this person posted this thing that was like, it's so the government knows where you're at. And I was reading through on this article that they linked to, I was reading through the comments, and the top comment was... The emergency alert is going to activate the chips in the COVID vaccine oh, Ah, yes. The 5G well, networks now we can't activate... publish this video <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> yeah, i just getting shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through the window. <laughs> 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 no, it's too much. No, but yeah. yeah. No, there's some good, uh, good conspiracy we need a, theories we need a conspiracy out there. Wait, there is an emergency trail. alert? There is. Yeah, they they are are wild test- wild? I think it has to do with the Maui wir- wildfires. Right. Because... Their alerts mm. didn't go out. They were like, we tried to send alerts to people's phones about the wildfire, and they didn't go out.
2: God, Hawaii. Do you remember a few years ago when they, they accidentally had that emergency alert that was yeah. like, there's a bomb oh, a dropping? No, there was oh, a, a missile, missile
1: coming. from a ballistic. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, and it like went off, and people... Yeah. We're, I mean, can you imagine if you got emergency alert, there yeah. was like a ballistic missile is like, can you, you imagine
1: being like, on, on an island and it's like, oh, well, I nowhere go. do nowhere to go. Where to go? Yeah, nowhere to go. Well, I think part of the Maui
3: thing was they didn't sound, they purposely didn't sound the alarm because they were worried people were going to go they, up the mountains. They, and they that didn't would've...
1: sound the tsunami siren. Uh-huh. That's like a tornado siren because yeah. they're like, yeah, it would push, push them to. Them. The it. only time we use it is when there's a tsunami. And. Theoretically, you know, everyone's like, well, we would know tsunamis because they take, you know, hours. There's an earthquake out at sea, and they're like in four hours, mm-hmm. there'll be a tsunami. But you could kind of see the argument that, like, um, yeah, you know, I think the big thing was they were just trying to wake people up. Like, sound the alarm so people wake up and look yeah. out the window and see fire yeah. and then can react. But yeah. now this is the cell phone thing. So the cell cool. phone thing, you can program it to say... Whatever. Alien invasion. So
3: we're going to get kidnapped. an alien invasion alert Wednesday? This, this is just a test. We will, yeah, we
1: will get a <laughs> test. Everyone with a cell phone. Aliens are coming. That's on. Should get the test. It Same. probably will fail in some way. Okay. We should probably go back to talking about things we know a little bit more about. <laughs> we started waiting into the
3: Maui fire. And I'm like, well, it doesn't even oh, matter. I think the reason they didn't sound the alarm be, is because by the time this episode airs,
1: everyone's COVID vaccines will be activated. Yeah. They're <laughs> chips, and then they will become lizard people oh. and walk right off the flat earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this episode will never air. No one will ever hear <laughs> Yeah, I about to say.
3: Yeah. We're, we're limiting ourselves on what can actually be published at this point. But.
1: I don't know
2: how we went from, like, the moon yeah. to flat earth to... Oh,
1: I do. Well, all those dots connect. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you do anything this weekend?
1: I went out and got my trail camera from... The, the, so we actually... Drew the border of this hunt area. It's 11,000 acres.
2: You drew it?
1: Well, on the onyx. You know how you can like oh, I thought put you, in the borders? I still
2: imagined a spreadsheet of no. like.
1: No. So on onyx did the borders. and Because I didn't know how big the area was. Mm-hmm. 11,000 acres is my hunt area on land between the lakes. Mm-hmm. which is This is one of 14 hunt areas. And they're all about that size. So, you know. Probably 100,000 acres or something. It's between the lakes. So a big hunt area. Most of it doesn't have cell phone reception. If you're on a ridgeline, um, you can get cell phone okay. reception. As soon as you go in, you lose cell phone reception. So I had a trail cam set up and didn't get cell phone reception. So I knew I'd have to come back out in two weeks. And now it's two weeks later. I did get one picture from it of a squirrel. So I was excited to go down and pull the card. Pull the card. Eight pictures four of them were me walking up to the trail cam like five minutes ago and then (laughs) and then four of them were squirrels no other hunters no deer no nothing so that spot is no bueno so we went to where i was thinking of camping drove on the road uh, camped and there's the, like this logging road that I'd tried taking my truck down before, but I'm like, I'm going to get stuck. Cause this is an unmanaged road. So I backed up, this was two weeks ago. So this week I'm, we parked there and I'm like, well, let's walk down it and see how it is. And probably about 30, 40 yards from where I parked, there's a huge tree blocking the whole road, fell over, blocking the whole road. So I'm like, oh no one can, drive down this road and it's a long road along all the ridge ridge tops and there's just acorns everywhere on this ridge line. so me and my buddy walk down it and we walk all the way down to the end it's about a mile and a half to the end and it just turns into woods the roads just end so I'm like oh no one can there can be no car activity and if I park at the head of the road this is like the only way you can get to this part of the woods. Like, you can't hike in from another road. There's no other roads close. I'm like, this is a pretty good spot. So uh, we find this part of the ridgeline where there's two valleys, and these are like mature oak valleys with very little underbrush. So I'm range finding, and I can see across the valley, you know, 100 to 150 yards, which for Kentucky deer woods, that's a pretty good distance for a shooting lane on both sides looking down into two valleys. Wow. So I'm like, well, this is a spot. So I set up a trail cam there and I get signal cause it's on a ridge line. And then I set it up Saturday and then Sunday I got a picture of a doe. So I know there's deer in the area. Uh, I bet they're not feeding up on the ridge line right now, but I bet once the rut happens, that'll be a buck highway up there cause it connects It's a mile and a half connects every single valley and ridge line. Mm. And Even though it's an unmaintained road, it's still remarkably clear. So there's no underbrush or anything. So a deer could just jet right across it. So I'm excited as it starts getting colder. I think I'm going to get some bucks on camera. And the location, you know, with hunting public is dealing with other hunters. Mm -hmm. And if my car, if my truck's at the top of that road... um. Anyone who comes after me, because I'm going to camp out, so I should theoretically be out in the woods before anyone else would even come up. They would see my truck and be like, oh, someone's here. If you wake, wake up from your alarm, of course. If I wake up from alarm. <laughs> <laughs> is... Deep cut back to the one time Dan did wake <laughs> up from his alarm. Which is crucial, crucial part of it. Um, or maybe I'll just do afternoon hunts only.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up at 5, <laughs> 4 or 5, and he's like... Mm. I'm so cozy in my sleeping bag and my hammock. Surely they're not moving right now. Yeah, yeah, there's no deer out here right now. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> the other thing that's nice about this this road is it's pretty... There's very little underbrush, and I feel like I could sneak along it pretty stealthily. Mm-hmm. So if the wind's right, I might be a little bit more mobile than I've been in past hunts, where I'll just hunt the same spot morning and, and evening, and I'll just sit out all day in one spot. This might be one of those ones where I relocate midday. Can you see pretty I good?
2: Love. Like you can see probably around you. And be like oh gosh, there's I need to move over there because that's where I where I see them at.
1: Yes, like, I can see. I can see really well. I can see as far as I'm comfortable shooting, which would probably be 150 yards. Okay. Um, it's and I can also hear really well. So where it's at, I mean, we were here acorns dropping way down in the valley because they drop down in the valley and roll down the hill. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like it's it's a pretty primo spot. You know, the only thing that would have been better is if it was like on the edge of a field or something, which I feel like would get too much pressure anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling confident about it. Okay, feeling real
3: good. Is there anything out there that is like? This is, there's a reason that the deer would move, like, cross the highway and move along the highway. And this particular is like a pinch point that you can kind of narrow in on to say you're, I mean, you're shooting a gun. That's a little different, I guess, than bow hunting, but.
1: Yeah, so my, the spot I chose was two open valleys on either end. One has a creek bed at the bottom of the valley, and I've got good sight lines. Um, is there you know, water in the creek? No not not there was mud when well, that's that was it the other question i had. Well, i was yeah. gonna ask that was um on the slogging road there's old tire tracks that have stagnant you know three inch deep puddles in it um is that enough water for a deer like like yeah. would a deer be like oh, i mean if good, it's i was get a couple of licks of this if
0: it's not that like Slurry mud oil Is, looking stuff. I'm no, sure they would. Yeah, yeah. So, well, they get a lot of their water from vegetation too. Yeah. Like, there's some bucks that live
3: out, and there's like, it doesn't look like there's water anywhere around. But you got to think like they're eating leaves. There's puddles. There's leaves that fill with water. They're yeah. they're kind of opportunistic with that. But.
1: So, so that's good. Um, I still didn't see any sign of deer as far as rubs or scrapes or anything, but it's still kind of early in the season. So. We'll see how well my camera battery lasts. I might go back out in two weeks just because. Um, That's a long drive. three hours each way. Yeah, You to
2: get one of those solar um, things to go on them so you don't have to keep going out there and changing the battery. Well,
1: I went out there last time, and I only took eight pictures, so the battery was like 90% full.
0: Yeah, I would think with yours, as long as it's not – Pulling so much for signal that it's draining it. If it's not sending a ton of pictures, you'd probably be fine. Yeah,
1: so it might, it might just be just because i got nothing going on on a Saturday. Drive out there and walk around some more. And th- there were a lot of game trails going across, not where I'm setting up, but trails going across, but they didn't have great shooting lanes. So, And archery season is open in there, so if you were going down, you'd
0: think you would see hunters in the spot if...
1: Yeah, you would think I didn't see – I haven't seen <clears> – <throat> this is the second time I've been down there. I haven't seen anyone hunting.
0: You didn't – did you see
3: the the climber stand again that, that was there that last time? It was, there, it was it still, was still there,
1: there, but I'm not hunting that area because oh, that, right. that was the there. first area where there was nothing right. on camera. And that was the other thing was I felt like that pond, which you can see on the satellite mapping, and it's only one of two ponds outside of the lake beach coastline uh i'm like oh there's gonna be a ton of hunters coming down here and scouting i don't get anyone else on cam
3: that's not like i don't know i don't feel like it's that surprising with like a giant body of water being there like i don't think that a lot of hunters would be like i'm gonna go look for a water source that's alternative to yeah yeah. like i I get the theory but it doesn't seem like most hunters would be thinking about that you know what i mean like
1: i don't know know. i'm excited though it's gonna be good
3: yeah
0: man sounds like you got a good setup well i uh Friday we talked about your dead deer sled that you bought your snow sled, which is pretty sweet. Have jet, you ever seen one of those jet sled In person? yeah, it's like they're the like same stout yeah they're really stout. I was expecting it to be more flimsy, but a sturdy thing so anyways i I do not have the type of drag out that you guys <laughs> will have on these public land hunts, but last year when I was dragging them That buck up the hill, like it killed me. It was heavy and it was hard to get up there. So I started thinking about what I'm going to do to help me drag deer out if I have to do it by myself. And um, I started looking at deer drags and DIY deer drags and how to build something myself because I don't want to spend 60 bucks on something that I can just build. And I somehow at our house, I don't know what this goes to. I'll probably find out at some point when it's necessary and I don't have it, but it's a section of like seatbelt material. That already has loops sewn in both ends. Hmm. And so I took a, a one-inch dowel rod that just perfectly fits in those loops, screwed the seat belt on there, and then I took old bike inner tube and wrapped it around that handle. So now I've got a deer drag that's, I don't know, it's probably four feet in length, so I'm hoping my feet don't kick the deer as I'm dragging it. But you just put it around the antlers, kind of loop it, loop the handle through, pull it up Damn. to you,
1: walk behind it. It's great Uh, you know i was thinking about that when you shared that i wonder if there'd be a way to attach a rope or something to your hunting saddle yes i i read some like
0: forum posts about that actually where people are doing that just rigging it up so that it attaches to you yeah the issue with mine my saddle belt loosens with time and me sitting in the tree moving around And if I get out of the get out of the tree and hike back to my truck, I typically have to tighten it once or twice before I get back to the truck. Um, I don't know if it's just not looped through the buckle correctly. I haven't figured out why it loosens like that. So yes, but it would pull right off me. I'd be have it around my knees in a second. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's inventive. I like it. A cheap redneck ingenuity. Yeah, baby. Save you some money. So yeah. uh, anybody hears this and has questions about how to do it send me a message it's super stupid simple um obviously if you don't have seat belt material you can break up some other kind of rope but i just i've been working out preparing myself to drag hopefully because last year was so tough getting up that hill yeah that i'm hoping this thing makes it a heck of a lot easier well dude it,
3: every year a bunch of people die trying to drag their deer out because they have a heart attack it's the only What? yeah 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 it's a very common thing yeah
0: well, and so because last.
3: people don't do anything all year long, and then they go out and they sit in their stand, they shoot a buck, and then they try to drag it. Well, their heart rate gets up so high that they're not accustomed to it, and it's just one of those things that like there's nothing to it but to do it. And most people are physically capable of dragging it a little bit, but it's like a it's like a long, yeah, grueling exercise. Yeah, really. And like if you're not in some amount of cardio shape, then yeah, you just have a heart attack out there. Yeah. And since you're out in the woods by yourself. Yeah, happens every year.
2: Well, yeah, I guess like the whole deal of shooting a deer, like you know, taking that shot, you're already, you know, right. Then, like, that's true. All yeah, yeah. Crazy, and then yeah. you let it die Adrenaline, down, and then yeah. go get it, and then you pull it. Your heart's like, oh man, it's too much, fella.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, <we've> been, <laughs> we
2: we gotta get out. Boop.
0: Yeah. Well, and last year too, I lack of preparedness, whatever you want to call it. I just don't eat and drink a lot. And so when I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. actually last year I was in between properties. I had a handful of almonds, handful of jerky, drank a little bit of water and then, you know, sat down for the hunt and all the work started. And so I was like way, way low on calories to have energy to do this dehydrated. Cause I haven't drank anything. And so then you take that. I didn't go get something out of the truck in between shooting the deer and gutting the deer and dragging the deer. And so I'm like depleted of everything. And then trying to do that, and I was just gassed, completely gassed. Yeah. So lots of lessons in there. Keep yourself full while you're hunting. Yeah. I'm- I
2: never think to – I always imagine, like, the hunt and the shot, but I never – well, I do think, like, if it starts to get close to shooting light – or, yeah, no, the end of shooting light, I'll say I'm always like, do I – well, last year because I – I had not feel dressed on my own before. And so I had a couple people that were like, if you get something, just call and like, we will help you with it since you're not super confident. And I was like, great. So it would be like very close to the end of shooting light. And I'd be like, Oh, but if something does come through, like by the time it, I'd always think about that. By the time it like rests and like stops, then I'm gonna have to call them, and it's gonna be like dark. And I'm like, hey, so you-. so I know that it's very dark now, but like, can you help me find it <laughs> and help me field dress it? Yeah. So, anyways, I feel good this year, but I don't usually. I hadn't thought about dragging it. All out. the
0: energy you're gonna put in, yeah. Yeah, like just I don't field dressing them like it's work. Yeah, it's not simple.
2: I don't put water in like snacks for afterwards. You know, yeah, like, like I dehydrate, I dehydrate myself, dehydrate and I don't yourself. eat. Yeah. yeah. And then, but, like, yeah, last year it was a lot of, like,
0: If a, you've got no calories in your belly to burn off, I mean, you just got to think about putting yourself in a hole even more.
3: So. Yeah, and the adrenaline dump and all that. Like, yeah. you're already kind of on the edge, a little frayed. Yeah. Having a snack and some water is probably a good idea. Yeah. But, dude, I don't know how many deer me and Philip shot together, uh, and he has a deer cart, and we've never used it. Well, Why? Like, it just like just so happens that that hunt when we go kill something we forgot it or it's in his truck. It's like it you don't been in have the either. net,
0: you don't have the fish net, and you catch a big fish. Literally,
3: it's like it's exa- that exact. We've he shot a buck. I don't remember how long ago it was. It was a couple years ago, maybe, uh, and he drew, had to drag it. Like hmm, I don't even know. It was probably a mile, mile and a half, and then like the last five hundred yards. I was able to hike out with um, his buddy and me and then all of Phil's gear. We hiked all the way out, got to the truck, and then drove the truck down and met him like at the bottom where he was dragging this thing out. And then I wheeled the deer cart all the way to him. And by the time I got to him, he was like five or 600 yards from the truck. So we rigged a thing up and put it on. So like that's the only time we've ever even used the deer cart that's supposed to make dragging super easy. It's just we've never like actually had it on hand and like had a good plan
0: to use it yep my lessons from from gutting deer is stretch your hamstrings and have food and water to keep you filled up
2: i bet all the cavemen out there they're listening from centuries ago are like you guys know, are idiots like yeah, when I mean, we're talking about,
3: you ever see a gazelle stretch before it runs nah. <laughs> yeah. what's
1: that from that's from something i don't know
3: i've i've said it i've probably oh, saw it somewhere man. Made it up. No, I didn't it's make that up. up. It's like it's how Brad split. invented Yee mm. <laughs> Oh yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, we came up with it, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's a contested argument. No. But, well, season's open. Let's go get them. Time to get to work. Yeah. And by the next episode, we'll all have been in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple Tune times.
2: in for next week.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Except for me. Well, I Andrew, have to wait till November. Yeah, you haven't. Andrew shot two does already, so
0: he's ahead of us over in Ohio. The group tally, up to two. Yep. We'll add to it this week. All right, y'all. Make sure you log the show and go wild, get your points, get ready for those rewards. Coming out soon with Gun is a pretty sweet one, so make sure you have some of those ready to cash in, and we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.